0: Hi, welcome to On the Investor's Minds. I'm Tai Hui, the Chief Market Strategist for Asia Pacific at JP Morgan Asset Management. Thank you for giving us a few minutes of your time to learn about what investors are thinking about and how that fits in with building the right portfolio. Now we've just had the final FOMC meeting of the year and there's a lot of interest in whether the Federal Reserve will hint at a chance of a rate cut in the near term. So I want to run through the key comments from the FOMC statement from Chair Jay Powell and what are the latest summary of economic projection means, and of course, whether this changes our market outlook for 2024. So let's start with the FOMC statement and uh, comments from Chair Jay Powell. The Fed kept its policy rates unchanged, as expected, at 525 to 5.5%. However, the language from the statement was decisively more dovish not only indicates that the hiking cycle is over, the prospects of a rate cut is also on the rise. It noted that the slower level of economic growth versus the robust third quarter. And secondly, although current inflation is too elevated, the overall trend for price increase has slowed down in the past year. And finally, by adding the word any to the sentence in determining the extent of any additional policy firming that may be appropriate to return inflation to 2%, This effectively underlines the message that the rate hike cycle is over. Now, the Fed Chair Jay Powell did mention that the current policy is already in restrictive territory. However, he did reiterate that the FOMC should still be cautious in cutting rates too soon. So what are some of the key takeaways from the summary of economic projections? Now, as for the latest SEP, there's an upgrade to economic growth for the fourth quarter of 2023 from 2.1% to 2.6%. Now, PCE core and headline inflation for 2023 were also revised a little lower, which arguably helped the Fed to decide to end the hiking cycle. As always, the most interesting forecast comes from the projection in policy rates. The median of policy rates forecast for the end of next year, 2024, has dropped to 4.6% from 5.1%. This is equivalent to 3.25 base point cuts in 2024. Now, this to be followed by another for 25 basis point cuts in 2025. But while these three rate cuts seems quite significant, looking back to the September projection, the FOMC was forecasting one more hike in this year, 2023, to be followed by two cuts in 2024. So yes, the policy rate projection for the end of 2024 is lowered by 50 basis points, but the number of cuts projected by FOMC members has only gone from two to three. Looking at the dot plot, uh, out of the 19 FOMC members providing projections, majority of them, or 16 out of 19, expect 50 to 100 basis point cuts next year. That's equivalent to 2 to 4 25 basis point cuts. Now, from Fed Chair Jay Powell's comments, we can assume that these cuts are likely to be backloaded in 2024, since inflation is still above target and the job market is in good shape. Last week's non-fund payroll data, even taking into account of the workers returning from strikes at 199000 was still above the 20-year average of 110000 So instead of a 25 basis point cut, each quarter starting in the first quarter is probably more realistic for these cuts to be taking place after the summer. The futures market is currently pricing in 100 basis point cuts in 2024, with a 90% chance of the first cut to come in March. This seems to be aggressive because the Fed will have to lay down a huge amount of groundwork in the February 1st meeting to prepare the market for the shift. Let's look at the market reaction. So the further confirmation that the Fed is done with raising rates and a dovish tilt has clearly cheered the market. 10-year U.S. Treasury yields dropped to 4% and the whole yield curve bullish steepened as we expected and become less inverted. Both S&P 500 and the Nasdaq we're up 1.4% on the day, which much of the gain came after investors have digested the Fed's comments and forecasts. The dollar index fell below 103, with the Japanese yen leading the way once again. Gold also bounced on the back of lower bond yields. So how does that, all that impact our 2024 investment outlook? Overall, the Fed's direction in the latest meeting and the subsequent market reaction is very much consistent with our view covered in our 2024 market outlook. We expect next year to be a year where both stocks and bonds have the potential to generate positive return, even as global growth is decelerating. Investors may feel they have missed the opportunity to lock in high rates given the sharp drop in US Treasury yields in the past two months. But there are still opportunities in fixed income. The fact that the Fed is willing to be more flexible in monetary policy meant that the probability of avoiding a sharp downturn is increased, and this should bode well for corporate bonds both investment grade and also high yields. This should also benefit a broader range of US and Asian equities instead of just focusing on growth and technology. The fact that Nasdaq failed to outperform S&P 500 overnight after a substantial drop in treasury yields probably reflect this possibility that cyclical stocks can also do well in the upcoming environment. Hence, the key now is for investors to get back on the road of investing if they've been hiding behind time deposits in 2023. So three key takeaways. Number one, the Fed's hiking cycle is over, but we may need to be patient with rate cuts given the current U.S. growth momentum. Market expectations for cuts to come in the first quarter is probably too aggressive. Second half of next year seems more realistic for the first cut to come. Number two, the fact that the Fed is acknowledging slowdown in growth and be more willing to be flexible in cutting rates help to reduce the risk of a sharp downturn. Number three, this should raise the chance for both stocks and bonds to generate positive return in the new year. The dollar is likely to see more downside, which is good news for Asia and EM assets, Cash rates are likely to fall, which will increase demand for income-themed assets, including fixed income and high dividend stocks. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share this with your friends and colleagues, and also consider subscribing so you get the latest episode when we release them. If there are topics that you would like to hear from us or any questions on this podcast, please reach out to your JP Morgan Asset Management Representative.
1: This content is intended for information only, based on assumptions in current market conditions and are subject to change. No warranty of accuracy is given. This content does not contain sufficient information to support investment decisions. It is not to be construed as research, legal, regulatory, tax, accounting, or investment advice. Investments involve risks. Investors should seek professional advice or make an independent evaluation before investing. The value of investments and the income from them may fluctuate, including loss of capital. Past performance and yield are not indicative of current or future results. Forecasts and estimates may or may not come to pass. J.P. Morgan Asset Management is the asset management business of J.P. Morgan Chase & Company and its affiliates worldwide.